BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. This is my new radio voice. Get the girls going. Today, Matt and I talk about 205. We cover everything that happened. We also talk to Gegard Masasi. Should I talk like this? Yeah, I you should. It's sexy. A couple of men. A lot of dirty language coming up. We try not to say fuck, but it slips out. He may finish it here. Oh, he's, he's out. out. He's out. He's out. It is all over. UFC and digital media present UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah, powered by digital media. Find your voice. And now, your hosts. Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. What an event. Can you turn off that air conditioning, please? It's minus five in here. <laughs> Even um, I'm not sweating. I know. But we can turn it on if you get uncomfortable. No, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you never event. know what to expect when you go to a giant event. Will it live up to the hype? Will first, it not live up to the hype? And first of all, thanks for the look, look, great tickets we had. It, it, I was embarrassed by how good the first tickets First row? Were. I was literally... Ashamed <laughs> and felt unworthy of the and tickets. To, Fucking not, Dana, <laughs> what an amazing set of tickets! And not to fast, not to fast forward because I don't want to skip to the end. But uh, what about when me and you were walking out and I dropped my ticket? And I'm like, ah! And you're like, dude, pick this history, pick it up. I'm like it's the first. I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna litter anyway. I go, I don't know why. Why? What the hell's the matter with me? Why would I leave that? Ah, uh, because floor? you weren't sure. You know, you're not necessarily a collector saver. You know, right? You, um, I picked that thing up, though. I did pick it up. But, I uh, uh, could not seats. believe how good the seats were. And I got, we got better. We had, Dana originally gave us these uh, fucking phenomenal seats, which is right, the, the row where the fighters walk into the ring. And we were, we were in seats seven, eight. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there and like, you know, I'm, I'm watching, you know, I think the Jim Miller fight. I watch a bunch of the earlier fights and Bilal Muhammad got fucked up. And then, um, you know, somewhere around the beginning of the main car, these two big guys are sitting behind me. They go, hey, would you mind switching with these girls down there? So I looked to the right, and maybe it was six seats down towards the center. Even better That's seats. That's where I got. That's where you got. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to get in trouble. I'm such a fucking fruit. <laughs> but I'm like, they had the tickets, and, and they're like, we're with those girls. And I'm like, basically, they said that you want to move six seats closer. So I moved six seats closer, knowing that my pal Matt will be joining me. He's cornering yes. Chris Weidman. And what a fucking... By the way, this is what an asshole I am. Yeah. I sit next to a guy, a good-looking guy, and he looks familiar. I'm like, hey, how you doing? And I introduce myself. I'm like, hey, Jim. He goes, hey, Boyd. I'm like, cool. And I didn't talk to him again. I get home, and I realize it's fucking Boyd Holbrook, the lead from Narcos, one of my favorite shows. I love that show. I know. He's the I'm one, the, the blonde guy. Show. 
Oh, okay. I'm such a bag of shit. Yeah, it's so it's so um I heard the new Spider-Man was there too. <laughs> he was. I got I got a picture was of him sitting, by was mistake. He sitting near us? Yeah, because you know why Amanda Nunes and her, I think, is she married or is it her, her partner? I think it's her partner, yeah. Came and sat down. And Amanda's a little shy, so we yeah, took I a picture. Yeah, I saw her. That was nice. She's nice. The picture got yeah. him in the background. Oh, get out of here. And uh, Stipe and his, his gorgeous yeah, I wife. Yeah, I saw Stipe. His, his I, wife I was, is a 10. Yeah, yeah, she's she, a 10. I wonder if she met him before. He, he's a handsome guy. Yeah. So even if he wasn't a fighter, he'd probably meet a beautiful girl because he's a big giant. <laughs> like women, women feel safe. Like a good looking girl yeah, needs a guy yeah. like that that she can feel safe with. Girls like that don't date me because they get hit on in bars and I can't defend them. Come on, don't say that. I can't. I can't do anything. You like laugh, she gets hit on in a bar, dude. Go ahead. I'd be like, "Come on, that's my lady." You know, Stepe would just fucking pick you by the yeah. feet and smash your teeth on the yeah. bar. Yeah, you laugh your way into their heart, though. That's what you do. Yeah, but no woman wants that. They want a you guy laugh your way into their pants who can defend them like an animal. She yeah. wants a guy who can protect her, not a guy that's who true. can tell jokes. I'll bite somebody's head off. Yeah, but um. What was I going to say? So listen, let's, let's talk about our experience. Uh, the event itself was fucking amazing, and the fights were amazing. The fights lived up to the uh, to, to that epic card. I mean, and sometimes they don't live up to. You see a card, and you see it on paper, and you're like, oh, you know, it looks great, and then it doesn't it doesn't play out that way. Uh, this one looked on paper like it was going to be amazing, and I thought it was I thought it was fucking amazing, phenomenal. You it know? was absolutely perfect. Personally, um, well, we'll get to the fights individually i mean well my experience though i mean only obviously you know i'm i'm super bummed out about chris yeah. i mean oh i mean when that it's just i can't explain it. i mean when you see a see i'm really close with my guys too like like it sucks man it sucks seeing a friend of yours because this is listen it's a sport we all know this but it's the hurt business sure so you see your friend like just get dropped in front of you and hurt you know it sucks man cut open you know bleeding it just, it just is. I don't want to bring this thing. I don't want to make this thing a bummer. Yeah, but it but just, it just. Oh, so like, what, how many people listening have ever yeah, cornered a fight? No, it's really interesting. It's just so, it's just so gut wrenching, and it's just like you get, it's like you just get your fucking guts ripped out, you know, and you see your buddy get taken out like that. Did you and, think? Let me ask you as a did you in that first round? You did a great first round. Fucking Chris. great. Great, great first round. Did you know, it seemed like Yoel had no idea how to time him or to get in, and Chris was much more aggressive yeah, than I thought well, he'd let's, be. Let's talk, and again, we're going to talk about the other fights, but we'll just talk about this because yeah, it's so with this one. special. Um, you know, the first round started off great, and Chris, you know, because um, uh, Romero is a uh, uh, southpaw, it's very important when you shoot and when you're looking to take him down that if you just go to do a normal shot, and the guy southpaw, you're going to be going towards his powerful leg, his power right. side, whether it's his left hand or his left knee. So you could shoot like a you could shoot like a speed demon, boom, get underneath. He just brings that knee forward an inch, right. you know, uh, hips forward. You're going to go right into a knee. I mean, uh, there's some fights that come to mind. One fight with what, what the same fighter is uh, Carlos Newton versus Pele is a fight that 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 comes to mind, uh, which which he took the knee and ended up weathering it and getting on top and, and then I and or I forgot how he finished him but he submitted him, and then the same guy Carlos Newton versus um, Anderson Silver and he didn't survive that one right. that was both in pride and he took a he, he he took his freaking head off with that knee like a jumping knee when he went to shoot so you need your head always to the outside so you see in the beginning when Chris was fighting he'd be scooping up that leg scooping up the lead leg and that's how he got him down a couple of times in that first round hard to keep the guy down but that's how he Very strong would guy. do it yeah so he was but it was working beautiful and he was mixing it up as far as with the uh, the fakes the fainting yeah like you don't know if he's striking you don't know if he's looking for that leg and his distance was good. Do you think his aggressiveness took Romero a little? Because I was surprised to see him as, as like he wasn't trying to give Romero. He, was, Rome good, he was really aggressive. It Were you was, surprised by that too? 
I was just he looked very sharp. Very great in that first yeah, round. Now the second round, the, the the last thirty seconds probably lost on the round up until that. You know what I mean? I got I have to watch it again in the when I was in the moment. I know we needed the third because in the second round, <laughs> I, I got to see the flurry where it was when I, at some point whether Chris went to get up too quick off of a takedown scramble. I got I got to see it again because it's it's not like you know it's. When I was in the moment, sure. anyway, he got on his back though. He got his back, looking to put Chris down, um, and Chris was fighting his hands, hips forward, and making sure he, he was trying to get his back to the cage because that way he can't be on the back. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, just like if you are on the ground and the guy's on your back and your belly up, you want to get your back to the floor. That way, if your back's to the floor, obviously he can't be on your back, and you right. just have to watch out for the mount. In this case, when you're standing, you want to get your back to the cage. That way, the guy can't follow you. He might, you might still be up against the cage, but you know you're not getting thrown down. The guy's not jumping on the back with the hooks and whatnot. So, Chris was doing a good job fighting it off, and then how the round ended was with uh, Romero on top, looking to throw down some blows because he got that takedown. Right. So we, it was one-one going into the third round. We we really stressed that he needed that that last round, mm-hmm. and he and he was um he was coherent and he was responsive, and he said. He like he, I felt good about it. I didn't I didn't get off that little thing. I and I saw how tired Romero was, you right. know. So I'm thinking, was he rocked I'm, at all though? By was he surprised? No, Romero he was good. Hit? He no, felt okay. he was good in between rounds. I mean, what I mean okay. that is, some guys are spaced out. Some True. guys, it's like yo, I can't get through to this guy. I feel like Chris knew he needed the third the round, and I don't. I'm not exactly sure the time of when he got caught, but it was pretty early in that third round. Uh, yeah, the first thirty seconds, forty seconds. I yeah, think, right? because he started. He looked the part right there in that third round like it was going to get it done and then sure enough it's almost like you got the time yeah it was 24 seconds okay and again every second's an eternity in there but you know in the beginning i remember feeling good about like what you know that third round like he's gonna he's gonna take this i felt good because he's the other guy looked worse worse a little tired yeah yes uh and chris could pick it up i know chris could fight for five minutes five rounds hard you know so again, man, it's just like it's like a reaction. It's like if you're so used to shooting a certain way, even if you did for did the right thing the whole camp and you did it in sparring, it's like throwing a ball at your face. It's a reaction. You just so react. The guy, yeah. I gotta see when the guy went to either looks like he was gonna, um, whether he looked like he was gonna strike, the mistimed the the shot, his head went to the wrong side. <clears throat> Excuse me, he went. His head went to the wrong side. And that's when he jumped at the same time right into that thing. And, you know, that's a bad combination with a powerful dude like that. So, if he had gone to the proper side, yes. where would he have gotten hit? No, he wouldn't have gotten hit. Oh, he wouldn't have. No. Then he would have because, totally missed yeah, it. Okay. So if you're in a mislead and I shoot to that side, to the, to, the, to your power side, I'm shooting into the knee. If my head's coming to the outside, I'm outside of the knee. I'm scooping up just like he did earlier. Okay. He keeps scooping up that leg. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's very unfortunate. And then, you know, he got dropped and hurt and... The first thing I said was he's hurt, he's he's hurt, you know. And then you know that sucks. And then so then you you know so then after that for myself, you know, you know I had to go backstage with Chris and the tent and this and that. And then you know it's good that they stitch him up right there. That's nice. So how then bad was the, the gash? next the next fight? It was bad. Yeah, it you was. Know? Right? I don't know how many stitches or anything, but you know. But so then the next fight was Joanna. Can, can I actually jump in, yes. Matt? I'm sorry. Yeah, go they, ahead. Were you guys annoyed in the corner at all? Because I was obviously yes. for why about the the water again now, with Romero. Again, now before the before the fight, and Longo brought it up to uh, Mario uh, Yamasaki. Yamasaki, who's a good guy who who's I know forever, and and uh, was actually the first ref when I fought back in UFC 31. He was my first ref, Mario. Good guy though. I know him forever. 
But uh, so we told them, we go, look, man, it's, it's not only like the ice in between rounds or like on the floor. Or, like the last time he's on that stool for so long, he's known for like getting put, you know, that type of shit. Or, like, you know, getting all, get the water all over. He's got to get wiped down. and Which gives you more time it's, to it's breathe. Ta- it's fucking tactics, it man. It gives you more time yes. to, to relax. What happened at the beginning of that second round? And, um, you know, they're about to start it. And all of a sudden, no, wait, get a towel. And Mario grabs the towel, rightfully. And, said, and right away, we're just like, boom. We're like, going, yeah. You see us standing up, like, oh, dude, what the fuck? And then Romero, even to us, it was almost like, you know, and it's weird because it's almost like after he fought Tim Kennedy, he seems like a real nice guy. You know, he's like, oh, like, sorry. But yeah, but yeah, you're still doing it, man. And it's not like the first time you, you know, got caught with shit like that, like doing shit like that. So you think you'd be on your best behavior, but whatever. Anyway, you know, but I don't. Hey, listen, I don't want to be sour grapes. The guy, the guy won fair and square as far as the fight goes. Yeah, that was it was and, a, uh, a, a really good move. It just it, it blows. But the, the only thing, you know, and I'm gonna, and you know, I seen Chris later that night, which I felt better about. We were in his room eating pizza. Later right? night. Yeah, yeah. And and um, he knew he was doing well, and just it was one of those. Yeah, things. Yeah, it, it's just you know, listen, you know, my thing to him is I've lost two in a row, you know, and. uh and uh, and got cut from the UFC, and I came back to have the best fights I've ever had. All right, and uh, and went on to win the title. You know what I mean? So there's no reason, you know, that he's far from getting cut. You know what I'm saying? Of you know, it's not the same situation. Right. But uh, there's, and I'm not nearly as uh, I feel he's way more talented. So I think he's gonna. I think it's just a bump in the road, and he'll be back. Yeah, of you course. Know? But uh, as far as so, then I met up with you. After the Joanna fight, because what I did, and we'll get to the, we'll get into all those fights, but right after Chris fought, I was with Chris for a while and his family, and then when he went to get stitched, my buddy, um, my buddy Abe had got a, a skybox, you know, so I went up to the skybox and I met up with him and Pete Drago cell and some of our crew, and I had a, a, I don't know a few shots of Patron. Liquor doesn't answer <laughs> everything; it is not the answer for everything, but. I was depressed. So they had some like ravioli up there. They had some nice catering and shit. So I ate some of that. And I uh and I did a few shots with the guys. And then I um and then I came down and hung out with you the rest of the night. Yeah, I was wondering where I thought Matt might have left. I sent you a text. I'm like, I'm like, I hope Chris didn't go to the hospital. And Matt went with him. I'll tell you right now. I didn't expect to see you. Yeah, if Chris would have went to the hospital, I definitely would I would have jumped with him, man, because I I fucking Sure. Whatever. But he didn't. He he had to get stitched up there, which is great. And he didn't have a headache or anything. He was okay. No, he, he did, he did good. Guys, he was man. answering all the questions. Even if you see him in the post fight thing afterwards, which you probably saw, he was he sounded great. You know, and he's he still got his you know he's answering all the questions. He's got his marbles. It was just more of the uh, the cuts, you sure. know. But uh, so so then you know I I I, I you know a lot of times if my guys lose I just leave the arena. Sure. <laughs> I just go back. But I'm like you know what this is such an epic event and. I know how the tickets were such a hard thing to get, and he right. gave me such good tickets. I'm like, let me, let me take one one fight off, and then I'm going to go down there and, and 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 try to enjoy the rest of this thing. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's not it's not like the guys. I'm like, that's what Chris would have wanted. No, but I'm not. You know what I mean? It's not like the guy. But you know, I just you know, it's depressing. But I got I got my head back in the game, and I had a great time with you the rest of the night. You know. By the way, we can't forget two two fights early. Uh, Tim uh, Bosch. Yeah. He yeah. fucking really hits hard. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that, that was son of a, bitch. Uh, a buddy of mine with uh, uh, the top. Yeah, uh, Sapo. Yeah, that's the name. What a what a, you're not going to find a nicer guy than that guy. So that was very depressing. 
to me. <laughs> Dude, I'm just going to jump off a cliff. Thank God Frankie won. But, Frankie uh, won. And what did you think of, uh, and Jim Miller won? I yeah. like Jim Miller. And I don't want to get off of Tim Bosch, by the way. I don't, no, no, that's we, okay. You, I, the poor guy's like, yes, they mentioned me, and then that's it. But uh, I like the barbarian, the barbarian. You know, I think he's always, I think he's always entertaining. And he's dangerous, man. Yeah. He's always dangerous. And he's real dangerous at this weight class. He's, he fought at a higher weight class also. And I think they this, fought at middleweight. No, this was this was, was uh, this, this was middleweight. It was, yeah. He fought. Okay. He fought at um, uh, two hundred five. Okay. Yeah, and, but uh, I think this is a better weight class for him. You know what I mean? I think he's a beast in that, and he hits hard. You know, and uh, and he's a dangerous guy. You know, you know, and I like and and Hasapo Rafael Natal is always an entertaining guy and. You know, he, he took a he took a beating, you know. Yeah. But shit, it's the name of the game. I like that uh that Tim Boach was uh giving a lot of uh respect to his coach um and trainer, Marcus, uh the Irish hand grenade, uh, Davis. You know Marcus Davis? I don't. Yeah, I introduced you him that night. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I introduced a lot of guys, I'm sorry. Yeah. But uh he's an old school fighter. You know, he was on the Ultimate Fighter season two. He used to wear the uh, the skirt, <laughs> the fucking kilt. That's every that's yeah. every that's every uh, he had a nice young lady I date. He lost to Dan Hardy. He had a nice fight with him. And I think of, now I'm thinking of all the fights that he didn't come up on. I'm trying to name a fight. He had Nate Diaz beat him, but he's a, he's a tough tough guy. I'm trying. Yeah. He beat a bunch of other guys that I'm fucking. I don't know, man. I wish I could fucking. Right. The guy's a tough guy though. He's a good guy. I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna see him. He's gonna be like, dude, you mentioned the fights I lost. But uh, anyway, I, I think that's nice that he's helping him out and they they have a nice thing going on and. And uh, that's nice. It's it's good when a retired fighter just passes that sure. on. And uh, and and and, he's, and the guy, the barbarian, obviously was uh, was really happy with his with his training camp and whatnot. So I'm happy for Tim Bosch. You know, and who else would we just Khabib? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna try to say his last name. Yes, Number Gamedov. Khabib Number Gamedov. Yeah, I he was, he was uh, the Michael yeah. Johnson. I thought Michael Johnson was very smart in the first round. I thought he was fucking phenomenal. I really good. The first three minutes, I'm like, he's doing everything he should be doing. He's going to the body. He's going low. He's mixing it up. Yeah, he's keeping a good distance. Oh, he landed a punch or two. Oh, what's gonna happen? And then that fucking Khabib is like, dude, that what a gorilla. If he gets on he's, you, dude, he gets a grip. The takedowns, he they, they he's got to be a different kind of uh, strong. Well, how good is Michael Johnson? He's good. He's good okay. at taking away. He's fought guys where he's fought in Joe Lazone, and he's fought in other guys that are. Good. I mean, he he fought. Uh, he beat Edson Barboza. Am I? Is that that's correct? Was that Michael? Right? Jones, no, Khabib did. Yeah. Was it? Was no, it Michael no, Johnson? No, wait, no, 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 no. I, I could be wrong. No, I'm thinking. Uh, no, Michael Johnson definitely yeah, beat Michael him. Johnson. Okay, and uh, and 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 Barboza's no slouch. No, um, he's one of my favorite fighters. I should have probably known that. He's, he's <laughs> that's all right. Dude, it just hurts so, me when he loses. There's so many freaking fights, but. Uh, no, Michael Johnson's a tough dude. He just beat, he just knocked out uh, Dustin Poirier. Yeah. So he's no slouch. And I mean, and, and like I heard Khabib in an interview afterwards saying a lot of guys would have got out of there quicker. Like they would have tapped out when, you know, I mean, Khabib was putting it on him. He had him in bad positions. And then he got that beautiful Kimura. That's the that's what I love. That's what I tell you about the Kimuras I love. See the shoulder lock he got on him? It was fucking beautiful. The way he was distributing his weight. Was the thing? It was beautiful. It's gonna rip right off. There's that's it. That's game yeah. over. I you thought, try to be stubborn. Does, you have balls that they can go in a dump truck. You get your shoulder taken off. I thought of you the whole fight because I've seen guys when he was on that position where he's pounding him, and then every time he starts to post up, he pulls the arm. Love it. I've never seen anybody do that better. Beating the shit, and then he had it pinned behind his back. Dude, he, he was fucking holding under his arm with one hand, beating him with the other, and every time he tries to get up, yanks it back. I'm like, that's how I would get beat up. 
like in my face <laughs> in the corner with my it looked like so claustrophobic yeah. and frustrating no, Khabib, dude Khabib is Khabib, Khabib is one of my favorites to watch man he's such an animal he's so strong he's so fucking strong I know people say oh he's strong huh no he's strong he's got a, he got a grip he gets that bear hug and he does those knee blocks where he just like tosses you right to the floor where you see it's coming but shit man now he, the, he's yeah. a lightweight right yeah, he's a lightweight. So now people are talking, obviously, not to jump too much ahead. Yeah. But the t the talk was he had wanted a shot at Connor. Yeah. And who in the division gets it? I mean, obviously, I think Connor has to go to featherweight first and fight Aldo. He can't. You can't or vacate the featherweight belt. You cannot continue jam to have up the. the uh, you just you can't. can't. It's been it a up. year. The, the, you want, are we jump into Connor? We could do that. No, I'm, I'm only in, in the sense of Khabib. Yeah. Uh, do you think Khabib would? Because every every time somebody says. Well, I'll fucking Connor better avoid him. Look, I'm not a huge Connor fan because he went to our podcast. Yeah. However, <laughs> that son of a bitch is great. He's fucking great, man. He beat the Let's, shit out of Eddie Alvarez. Th this is the thing. Now, Eddie Alvarez is a seasoned guy. Tough. And, and what, you, people could say what they want about what they think of him as a fighter. He is very well-rounded. Very tough and very durable. Yeah. The guy, even like he said, he's been knocked down before, but he came back to win those fights. He is durable. He did not see those punches coming. He did not. That's how the, that's how precise Connor's striking was. He did not see it coming. Did you notice and, the and look on his face, the shocked look on Eddie's face when, when he, he was on the floor? Yeah. Like, well, oh. he even says in the interview, he's like, I don't know how, he doesn't know quite how he got there. When you look at it, the way he lines it up and the way he lands it is fucking beautiful, man. I mean, I'm telling you, I don't, I mean, a, how I'm trying to think of a fighter that could be as precise where maybe Anderson Silver in his prime, you know, I mean, as far as with just with the hands and how they, 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 <laughs> I mean, it right. was beautiful. And now Jimmy kept bringing it up because he brought it up last time and Eddie was laughing. At I actually him. just forgot it right now. So you just I'm said that. I'm bringing it up now because you deserve this respect, Jimmy Norton, is, uh, is his takedown defense. You know, I don't think, now listen, this is what I thought. I really thought because Eddie would be the bigger guy. Even though he didn't look like the bigger guy. No, Connor looked bigger. <laughs> kind of height could throw you off, you know, with that. Because I don't think Eddie's that tall. But, you know, look, I, I look at what, what Eddie did to Anthony Pettis. And Anthony Pettis is a guy that I hold in very high regard. Because sure. he's a very good fighter, former champion. He's got a dangerous submission game, good guillotines, good arm locks. He's not bad off his back. Uh, makes it hard to get, get taken down. But he got totally neutralized by Eddie Alvarez when they fought. Just neutralized. He, I don't think he got an offense off. Right. I, I haven't seen that fight in a while, but I'm pretty sure it was one side of Eddie getting him, smushing him up against the cage and uh, getting him down. And even if he'd pop back up, getting him down. And he has that endurance to do that. He couldn't get close to Connor. Right. He shot in once. And again, you know, southpaw. But, but you know, but what do you call it? fight side to side? Um, either side, uh, Pettis. But but uh, but Connor Southpaw that could you know that can make things a little bit more of a, 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 a harder time. But he didn't he didn't get near him. He, if he did get near him, Connor took it away. Up on the key, on my and, cage, couple yeah. times trying to could, could <clears> took keep... it away. He took it away with ease. Yeah, and that was where that because I think Eddie kind of planned on being yeah. able to take him down when he wanted to. Yes. So if hey. things get too rough or he keeps hitting, you, you, you could actually get in there and yeah. put him on the ground, and he just could not do it. Connor sees it, man. He sees it standing up, and he's able to execute it with his strikes and. Uh, to do that to Eddie, man, let me tell you, I'm going to have a hard time picking against him in the future, Connor. I really am. I'll tell you who's going to be Connor, not name-wise. People, yeah. all these guys, like like Jose Aldo is a kind of more traditional martial artist. Yeah. Eddie kind of had that attitude, 
And I find that those are the guys that can be rattled a little bit because this is a lot of outside of the realm of what they're used to competitively, the attitude of it. Nate Diaz wasn't thrown because Nate is like that. Nate's like, fuck you, (laughs) fuck you. Like he's that guy. So that doesn't overwhelm him. I think that when you saw Eddie walk into that arena, it's an hour from home. I'm like, why are they booing this guy? He's a great fighter. He's a nice guy. What I found, Why are they bullying him? What I found interesting, and this is a guy with a lot of experience. Eddie's got world experience all over the yeah. world. He's fought in Japan how many times? He's been champions in other organizations. And, uh, you know, he fought for the title. He got the title from fucking RDA, who's a, who's a killer himself. Yeah. So you think, you know, what, 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 what really what stood out for me a little bit is when I saw Eddie in the post fight. Um, uh, interview in a post fight interview, and he was saying um, that between rounds, he didn't. There was there was he didn't have a good communication. It was very loud. He said, and he didn't have a communi- good communication with his corners. He can't. T- he couldn't tell you what they said to him. Like he that he he was like. And I, this is on the. I got this on the UFC site. I, I saw the uh, him in the in the post fight uh, interview, and and he was basically saying that he you know he. It was very loud, and and he couldn't hear, you know, his corner, like what what he couldn't hear what they were telling him, and that that was odd to me. Listen, I fought in Montreal, when in in, in the rematch with GSP, and it was the most hectic, loudest thing I've ever been a part of. With chance of fuck you, Sarah, deafening the the ring was vibrating. It was we insane. chant that before you get here. hundred percent. You chant that. First of all, I don't think I don't hear you when I'm in the bathroom in there for twenty. Uh, twenty minutes, you're like he's motherfuckers in there. Twenty minutes, we said take your time, but this is ridiculous. But uh, but um, so I and but yet I knew I could tell you what Longo was telling me. Like I knew, but so it's like yeah. that's odd. That's odd to me. I think you're a little shell shocked. That's what I'm saying. Was it three times in the first round? Hey, listen again. That might have been something too. Maybe it's because he got his bell rung and he fell. He th- I, I think he got knocked down twice and he fell once. I could be remembering Anytime that wrong. Anytime Connor hit him, he hurt him, and it was and 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 I remember thinking like, dude, he's hitting him. Anytime he's hitting, touching him, he's hurting him. He's just fucking. It's just. It's just wild, man. Like, Didn't Eddie start attacking the lead leg too? Is that what he started doing? Well, he did that in the beginning. And yeah. I thought it was brilliant. It was a very smart move. But he got off it right away, and then he said that was part of the game plan was the kick. And then and then looked up and forced the wrestling, and he said he got caught up with his hands and he couldn't say why. And even if he couldn't hear his corner, that means Connor couldn't hear his corner either. Yeah, no, no, so it was yeah, the same it, volume for both of them. But it, something was off. Whether it was he got his bell rung, shell shock from just the whole situation going on. I mean, which, but again, man, that it's it, it's very odd because Eddie's not a guy. It's not his first fucking rodeo, man. No, but he's been you, in the thick of it. He was the headline person. Of the biggest event in UFC history he's in the been, garden. It's true. And he's walking I'm, into Connor's house, it feels like, and he's a mile from, uh, he's, an, he's an hour yeah, from home. That, and listen, it's overwhelming. And and Connor is fucking that good. He's he really that is good great. standing. Uh, and, and, you know, styles make fights. And I thought, I truly thought that Eddie was going to use that game plan similar to fighting Pettis, but he never got close to doing that. And it didn't look like he was really. He said he fought stupid. He said he fought. He said he did not follow the game plan at all and paid for it. Well, he and was it, not supposed to stay standing up. No, he said he wasn't supposed to use his, stay in front of him and use his hands. And you know, he was gonna, he was gonna, it, it really try to impose the wrestling, enforce it, and uh, it, and he couldn't for what. And he said he and he and he didn't have an answer for why he didn't do it. He just couldn't. Do that's it. just uh, that's one of those things. Yeah, like, have you ever felt a, nervous yeah. where? You're like, I'm not here right now. I feel like I'm here, but I'm not. Yeah. It's like it's a weird, nervous thing where you d- you become disconnected from where you are. 
That's my only guess because you could see it on his face when he went down. I think Connor was faster than he expected him to be, and I think he hit a lot harder than he expected him to hit. People, people think his Connor talk shit doesn't hit hard. Yeah. And I think he hit a lot harder than Eddie thought he would. When we had Dustin Poirier on, he said Connor's the hardest hitter he's ever felt. And, my, and that's, that's, <laughs> that guy's no joke either. My buddy Poirier. Dean Thomas was saying how he, he was arguing that with fucking Master Henzo when Henzo was on. He's like, man, I disagree. I, first of all, it's always good to see Dean Thomas. I saw him over yes. the weekend. <laughs> he's a funny guy. Yeah, I like him. He's always good to see. But, uh, you know... Uh, what the fuck was I up to? We're talking about the, <laughs> isn't that great? Henzo and uh, oh yeah, yeah. Dean Thomas was saying that he's. Oh, I disagree. I think that uh, he doesn't hit that hard. He just he just gets him in in the right spot. I don't know what the fuck he was talking about, but he. I think he does hit that hard. That the timing of it, dude. He knocked out Aldo with one punch, and he fucking floored dude, Eddie Alvarez four just, times. If, if somebody said, "Oh, well, the the Aldo thing was." You know, he got caught. Well, then you can't listen. So then Eddie's just getting caught too. And this, he's doing something Yeah, and right. Nate got caught for five rounds and, and couldn't put him down. I mean, come on. I met one of the guys in his corner, man. I don't know if it was the Muay Thai guy or whatever. What a nice guy. And dude, it was funny. I was, because uh, I stayed over at the Doubletree on 30th. I stayed over just Saturday night. So I, and I parked. I was afraid I wasn't going to get a parking close to the hotel for whatever reason. So I saw something on 30th. So I parked on a 30th. So I had to walk a couple blocks. By the way, here's the interruption. Here's why Matt's such a good guy. We walked back from the garden together. I was going to get a cab. Matt, well, I walked towards his hotel. And Matt's like, oh, I'll wait with you. He wanted to make sure I got, I was like his date. He wanted to make sure I got in a cab because he knew I was very vulnerable out there alone. That's a good guy. Matt looked out for me. Even though I did okay. I was like, no, I'm all right, dude. He's like, oh, I'll walk with you. Yeah, he knows I'm, to do. He, he knows I'm a little do. fresh fish. I'm a little, I'm a little problem waiting to happen. I didn't want Jimmy to get attacked. <laughs> Matt's a good dude. I'm like, you got your whistle? Your little rape whistle? <laughs> no. Text me if they're hitting you, Jimmy. <laughs> Text me when you get home. No, but... Uh, no, listen, we had a great time besides the Oh, whole. it was amazing. I mean, I think, you know, those shots definitely helped me out. And then uh, I got back into it. By the oh, but listen, bro, holy cow. We got to talk about my favorite fight of the night. Wonder Boy versus uh, Woodley. What a great fight. Dude, that well, so, was... and, and, and what's so great about this is it sounds like they're going to have a rematch. They have to. Uh, now, no listen, way they can. First of all, wrong. before I, I say who I thought I, I should have, I, I, us and everybody around us, Jimmy, if you could agree to this, you, you tell me. The popular opinion was it came down to the fifth round. I don't know. Yes or no? Around, I remember the guys around us were thinking it came down to the fifth. Yes. And, and, and the I guy next to us even said, and Chris uttered it too, if there what? was a 10-8 given to the fourth. But yeah, I thought the fifth round was it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's true. But if, and even if it was that, what that would equal what now? If, there was, if that was... That would equal. Is that what happened now? They got the. They gave I don't know if they did it or not. I just don't know. It was 47, 47, 47, 47, and I think 48, 47? 48, 47, Woodley, yeah. I mean, um, that, that close. But it didn't matter. The result would have been the same anyway. Well, it's a draw. Nobody had, nobody had Thompson ahead. So that says something. Yeah. None of the judges had him ahead. I thought it came down to the. The fifth round, personally, and I thought Thompson, I thought Thompson won yep, the fifth round, but. You know, again, those 10 eights, you don't know. I mean, that could change the story too. So it is good that they're doing it again. And let's give credit to Woodley, where there were some people, including myself, that were saying, man, five rounds is a long time to yeah. fight. And that didn't look like a problem. He looked at, and not to mention, he even put that guillotine on, which is a lot of energy. And he still had to fight, and that was the that was the fourth round. But that he didn't th he didn't punch a lot in the fifth round. I'm wondering if they, they were saying his arms are maybe tired. Maybe they weren't. Might, maybe he was just. It playing. might be, but and it's also a fifth round, but. You want to see tired? You see some fights with guys with their hands on their knees. I mean, it's exhausting in there. And this guy, he he fought. He could fight five rounds. So that that answer has been answered. That question has been answered. And uh, 
if when I talk to him again, I'm definitely going to tell him that, uh, uh, hey, man, I, I, and you know, I, I was one of the guys that was questioning it because we haven't seen it. Steve. You know what I mean? And now we've seen it, and uh, that's going to make it even more exciting for this rematch. Thompson is a tough man, motherfucker, what a, he's man. He's tough. What because he got fight. because because Tyron is so strong. Yeah. And he had him. Uh, how did he did he not have his neck when he was bent over? How the fuck does he? Yeah, I know what's funny. I thought they were going to stop it. Woodley said. Woodley said that uh, it was because his head was so small. Yeah. <laughs> that his head popped out. You know, but he weathered that fucking thing. He weathered it. And he and he and he started throwing some st- st- shots on top at the right? end. Yeah, I mean Woodley really really hurt him that round though, dude. Oh no, man, he hurt him. He won't give up. This guy, even the one loss he's taken, if I remember correctly, I, I want to say it was his second fight in the UFC. I could be wrong, but he it was it was on the ground and he got pounded terribly, and he just yeah. could not get off the ground. Who beat him in the second fight? I just don't remember. Matt Brown, he took him out. You know what? You're right. It was Matt Brown. Matt Brown versus wow, good memory. Uh, yeah, versus Thompson versus yeah. Woodley. Uh, Thompson. Yeah. And uh, it was all on the ground. He got pounded, and he just couldn't get out no, of he's it. Tough, but he doesn't no, he's, give up. He's he doesn't a, tap. He doesn't tough, quit. Tough kid. Some people they. You think that's you know, his dad? Like I, I wondered this while I was watching because his father's in his corner. And his father yeah, is like one of those awesome. fucking real men. Like tough, Mister T. They call. Like I would rather get my arm broken than tap. You don't want to answer to Mister T. You don't want to answer to Mr. T. Yeah. He's a, he's, a, he's a nice guy, though. He is. I like him a lot. I but, didn't meet uh, him. No, yeah, yeah. You know, I seen him. And then after, um, late at night, we went to the, uh, we went up in his room. And uh, you know what's funny? I got a funny story, too, if you want to hear about sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I just missed it because in the bar that they were at the Athena, the hotel. And in the bar over there, um, Longo was there with his wife. And Drago was there with his girlfriend, Ashley. What did I say? This was the this was the this is the night of the fight. So they were they were there just having a couple of beers in the hotel, you know, and at the bar and whatnot. And uh, so I went I, I went over there like yo because we went there and then after that we went up to, to uh, Chris's room. Oh, you know? so this was after the whole thing. So I I just missed the uh, the chaos. There was some fucking drunk guy like fucking six foot six, some big dude, but big and skinny, right? He goes over and he starts petting Longo's wife's head. <laughs> So fucking she and uh, I don't think anybody saw it, and then she said something. Uh, and again, I got I got there right after all this. So she goes, "Oh, hey, listen. Oh, I guess she expected somebody else because she feels like she's an older. She's very attractive for right. a lady in her fifties. Sure, but and she looks younger than she is. But she's but she's you know she's all innocent. She's like, oh, I, I guess you thought you I was somebody. Uh, you thought I was somebody else. He's like, no, you know, he's all drunk and stuff like that. So then Drago was Wait, there. Did, did they see Ray <laughs> sitting with her or no? no? I don't, man. I I know they were, it was crowded. They okay. were all together and this guy was lit. I heard he was lit. So she's I mean? probably trying to save this guy from getting beat yes. up. Yes. So then- You thought it was someone else, so didn't then, you? Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, no, she nice really, no, she really thought she okay. thought he was somebody else. Like, she was like that. And then we said, no. She's like, hey, let's, don't touch me. You know, that type of thing. So then it was almost a commotion, right? And then fast forward, the guy's all right. So then the guy, the guy gets up out of the chair. He was in a chair when he was did it. I guess they were all like, there was a bar nearby. It was very crowded. There's a bar. Yeah. So he was on a chair, and I guess he was turned out with towards like more of the open space, you know. And then it was very crowded, you know. Bar, you know, it was a t- tight. Uh, it was um, the hotel bar, sure. But it was like it was like to the right of the hotel. It was like um, I'm trying to a not really a dance floor, but. You know, there's this. It was pretty compact. Sure. In other words, everybody's right next to each other. So, so then he stood up, and he was a tall motherfucker, right? Really tall, like something like almost seven foot. So then, after that got died down for like a split second, he was like, oh, you know, because the guy started getting wild up. Like, hey, dude, who you know, who you think you're touching? Who who got wild wild up? Uh, I think it was Drago. 
Pete Sal, my buddy, um, and some of the other guys that were there. You know, we you know they had some guys there. So then fucking uh, he goes to Drago's girlfriend, the fa- the mother of his kids, and he fucking goes to grab her ass, or he did. What a jerk. <laughs> Next <off>. thing, <laughs> you hear fucking Drago fucking smacks the motherfucker boom they jump uh, drago jumps on him and fucking then the, the bouncer came and they all wait did he punch him, him or smack him he open hand fucking smacked him how in the humiliating face. you know drago drago's the best guy you'll ever meet man he, i fucking love that guy did the guy get any, did the guy and, uh, fight back effectively no i think the fucking bouncers got involved and the bouncers knew they knew uh long ago they knew you know and drago they knew everybody nice what a nice guy the guy was a Night, night, night. The, the security there was nice and they seen this guy acting up before and they just said look when they broke it up uh, from what they told me they just said look you know next time get us if the guy's acting up don't you know but obviously a guy touches your girl <laughs> Drago's not having that he shit slapped him in the face fucking open hand fucking smacked him boom and, and rightfully so Absolutely. you don't put your hands on that you out of your mind but did he not punch him just because of he's yeah, a fighter yeah, I, think he's, I think he's smart enough to. and you gotta be careful yeah, with that yeah yeah Drago had a few too but he was you know hey you know, I think he got up and he got up in arms when he went she went, went to mess with Longo's wife, and then the guy was like, "All right, okay." He, he literally stood up and went to grab fucking and fucking Drago's girl, or he did. I don't. I gotta. I don't know. But then fucking that's it. So you got the warning, and then oh, you're pushing your luck. I don't think so. Slap her <laughs> fucking open hand, smack them. It's amazing how stupid people are. You never know whose wife you're grabbing. Whose girlfriend you? But that's the point. Is that's why I wish I was big. I got to take jujitsu, just so I can handle that situation. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's why I told you that I don't want to be like. That's why I don't go to like a lot of clubs or anything. Sure, or stuff like that. You know, but if it's after a, a fight, you know, you want to be able to have a beer with the guys or, you know, just chill. You know, with your friends. But you always got the chance of dealing with a drunken asshole. Some asshole. You know? Yeah, alcohol involved with anything. That's why you see shit at weddings. You see shit places where anytime there's alcohol involved, you know, you get, you know, it can make a little bit of an asshole, a bigger asshole, or even that can make some guys a totally different guy when they drink enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I'm just swallowing my water and uh, <laughs> I'm dying of thirst. You're supposed to drink up to eight glasses of water a day, but who does? And Matt's drinking soda. <laughs> Why are you throw me under the bus? I'm not. That? I'm saying it's okay because there's coffee. Get, yeah. There's soda. There's a bunch of stuff that's better than water because water's bland and sucky. You know what I wish I had? What? A hint. You want some hint water? Yes. Well, it was started by Kara Golden, and uh, it really is the solution to bland water. A few years ago, she had her fourth kid, and she was overweight. She had bad acne. She felt terrible. So she was drinking 10 diet sodas a day. Did you say 10 diet sodas a day? Which is unheard of. That's not good. Why did I just say that like I'm my aunt? Oh my God, it was too much for one person's good. Because water is boring. Uh, but what other options are there? Juice is full of calories. And the no-calorie drinks suck. They're garbage. So she started Hint Water. Hint is pure water infused with the taste of fresh fruit. Mm. With Hint, drinking water isn't boring. They have flavors to suit any palate. Peach, watermelon, mango, grapefruit, and many, many more. There's no chemicals, no sugar. They're just great tasting, all natural, fruit-flavored water. Both Health and Self magazines have named Hint Water the best flavored water. And they know how important drinking plenty of water is to your health. Plus, you don't have to carry heavy cases of water back from the store. Have it delivered to your doorstep. We're all lazy. And sometimes you're like, yeah, I would drink it, but I don't feel like going to the store to get it. Well, they'll deliver it. So your lies are being exposed. No more excuses. For your dumb soda drinking or your dumb fruit juices. 
all sugary and crap. As of right now, get a single variety pack shipped directly to your door. Not to your neighbor's door. Not to the deli downstairs where they're selling illegal stuff in front. To your door. Including three bottles of Hint's four most popular flavors. Pineapple, watermelon, crisp apple, and blackberry. That's normally $24. You get it for only $15 at drinkhint.com slash UFC. That's drinkhint.com slash UFC. Drinkhint.com slash UFC. Drink it. You're listening to UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. You know, have you ever lost your phone? I'm sure you have. Yeah. It's very scary. You ever buy something with a credit card or, you know, uh, connect sure to did. a public Wi-Fi or of post course. photos on social media? I did all that stuff. These are everyday activities for me, for you, for Chris. They're also the day-to-day activities identity thieves prey on. And the more of them you do, the more opportunities these hackers have to steal your personal information. It's not, it's not a joke. It's really the truth. Recovering from identity theft obviously can take years and feel like a complete financial and emotional disaster. That's why I decided to help protect myself with Identity Guard. With Identity Guard, you get protection from a company that has been in the business for over 20 years, one that's helped protect more than 47 million people. You can also be protected. Identity Guard continuously monitors millions of transactions and articles, and they send you the news, the tools, the guidance that you're going to need to minimize your risk to begin with. And plus, if you were to be... Look, none of us are perfect. There's no way to be 100% vigilant. Uh -uh. So if you were to become a victim of identity theft, Identity Guard has a victim recovery specialist team that will be there to help you through the recovery process. Identity Guard even offers identity theft insurance with coverage of up to $1 million. $1 million? Yeah, so they really believe in what they're doing. Get the identity theft protection service that's right for you. It's a real thing. Go to identityguard.com slash podcast. I think we have uh, Gegard Musasi on the phone right now. Hello, sir. Oh, how are you? Very good, buddy. Uh, what's going on? I'm good. Thank you. Well, thank you for uh, calling in. You are fighting. Is it uh, the 9th? Is that the date? What's the, oh, is it this December? Coming 19th. This coming weekend. And uh, where yeah. is the fight? I have it right in front of me. You're fighting. Uh, it's a rematch uh, with Uriah Hall. Bel- yes. Yes. Belfast. Oh, you are. Oh, so you're over there right now? No, no, no. Uh, I'm leaving tomorrow in uh, Belfast Island. Tomorrow I go. Now, listen. How are you, buddy? It's Matt Sarah. So, so good to talk to you, Gay Guard. Thank you. And, nice to talk to you too. <laughs> and let me tell you, you. I feel, I feel you're like the dark horse in the division, man. I don't feel you get the respect that you deserve. And I'm not trying to wild you up. I'm not trying to get no. y'all heated. I'm just saying, I I love your fights. I felt. Uh, your last fight was with uh, Vita Belfort, right? Where you just you just, yeah. just you just dismantled him, dismantled him. And I remember he threw something standing up. I think it might have been a high kick that landed a little bit, and you just show you just gave him. Usually, when somebody shakes their head or gives that the finger where they wave and they say no, I'm like, oh, he's hurt. But you were, <laughs> I knew you weren't hurt. You just looked totally in control. How you feeling? How you feeling with this rematch? You're fighting a guy that has a win over you. Which was very shocking to me because I felt that I had you picked to win that fight and you were in control of that fight. How important is it for you to get this rematch with him? Well, you know, it's a detour. I'm, uh, you know, uh, it's just to settle the score with him. Uh, it's not going to get me anywhere closer to a title shot. But, uh, you know, it's nothing personal against him. You know, uh, it's uh, I, I need it for myself, you know, uh, you know. I know I'm the better fighter. I just need to to go and prove it. Do you feel like in that first fight, you were in total control. 
that he just it's one of those things where like you said you feel you're the better fighter but you just got caught that night with the with the with the shit where you couldn't recover in time but not yeah. you feel, like you feel nine out of ten times you're winning or yeah definitely you know anything can happen it's a fight if i go there i can get caught again you know yeah. i don't think the chances are uh, very highly but uh, you know it's a fight anything can happen i don't care you know i'm i'm taking the chance uh he's giving me the rematch so you have to respect that it's a short notice fight for him and for me. So, you know, it's, it's, I, I don't hate the guy. I got nothing against him. You seem like uh, you were having good success on the ground in that first fight. and uh, But his, his defense was probably a little better than I realized it was. Were, were you expecting him to be as good on the ground as he was defensively? Well, well he was going for submissions. He, he was going for a leg lock. He was going for a Timura. He was going for submissions. I wasn't expecting that. So the guy, the, not, the guy is not that bad on the ground. So uh, I have to be careful. But uh, I feel like I will have the better control. I will have the better wrestling. I will have the better stand-up. So it's all mixing it up together. Whatever the fight goes, it's, uh, I need to be uh, sharp and precise and uh, not too over-aggressive. And uh, I think I will be just fine. And, and you fought at light heavyweight and you fought at middleweight in different organizations. Uh, what is it that makes you want to stay at middleweight now? Because usually guys like to not have to worry as much about the weight cut. Well, I fought heavyweight also. Uh, you know, I fought the K1 fights. I fought Mark Hunt. Uh, oh. You know, so, you know, it's better not to cut weight. It's easier, less, you know. You need a lot of discipline for the, to not eat, uh, uh, to cut the weight and uh, losing weight. That's, the, I think, the hardest part of the training camp. The discipline of... Uh, losing weight. I think that's the hardest part. So it's, it's a little bit more uh, work, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, you're more hungry going into the cage because you know you've done uh, you sacrificed a lot to get the get in the cage. So it it, it motivates you a little bit more uh, than than you don't cutting weight. How do you, how do you feel style wise? Uh, you, you versus Michael Bisping, the champ. How do you feel you match up style wise with him? Well, I match up really well against him. He's a guy that's uh, more of a stand-up guy. I can take him down. I got more arsenals with kicks and uh, knees. or uh, So, you know, I, I, I feel very comfortable. Style-wise, he's very good for me. But, uh, you know, I do very well against stand-up guys. So it's a good matchup for me. But I don't know. He, I was just reading his... Uh, I was watching his interview. He says he's going to defend the title until he loses and then maybe retire. So... I don't know how long he's going to continue fighting. He's, uh, so maybe I will never get to fight him. But it's never again uh, about who I'm fighting. It's always about the belt and who has the belt. That's the guy you want to fight. So uh, I don't know if I ever will fight him. But, uh, you know, I like, I like uh, Michael Bisping. He's a nice guy. And he deserves to be champion. Uh, so hopefully one day I fight him. For the belt, at least. Yeah. Did you watch uh, the the New York card? Did you see the um, uh, Chris Weidman versus uh, Romero fight? Yeah, I saw the fight. I think, uh, you know, Romero is a guy, I think he's aware of his conditioning. So first round, he doesn't start. He's more defending. I felt first round, he won. Second round, I think uh, Romero won because of his wrestling. I think he had a little bit better wrestling with than... Uh, Chris. I forgot. Chris, <laughs> Chris White. Yes. So, you know, the third round, you know, he's, he's explosive, Yo Romero. I've yeah. I seen him come back from, he was losing against Derek Bronson in the first two rounds. He came back in the third. 
He was losing against Tim Kennedy. He came back in the third round. You know, the guy stays dangerous even in the later rounds, but he's a slow starter. And, uh, but he knows himself. You know, he had, the guy has a lot of competition, even in wrestling. So he knows what he's doing. So he could be, he's fighting for the belt now. So he could be the next champion. That's a very interesting point you made, too, about him. Because I noticed how Chris was so aggressive in the first round. And Romero wasn't as uh, aggressive, and but that's a good point that he was probably doing that just to save himself uh, for for the second and third round. Yeah, definitely. You know, I think he he wasn't looking for the knockout. He, he was he was just wanted to win the third round. But you know, anything can happen in the fight. He he timed it well, and you know, I think if Chris Weidman wasn't too much of a keeping trying to grind it out, he, he could have done uh, maybe that knee would have have landed and he would have just won by points. Maybe if he was a little bit more patient, but that's always afterwards. You know, you never yeah. know. So, yeah. So, uh, but uh, I think he did well. Uh, he took him down a couple of times, Chris Weidman. Uh, it's unfortunate he lost because um, you know he's an ex-champion. He, he he will come back. He will come back. Thanks. That makes me feel better, buddy. Because I've been upset. <laughs> no, no, I no, think no, he no, senses. Like <laughs> you know, he's a nice guy, and uh, yeah. so. I hope he comes back. Of course, he, of course, he's gonna come back. But uh, you know, it's a not good way to lose. That's that's the only thing. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, we yeah. know it, we know yeah. it's a rough game, Gegard. We know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you've been critical, by the way, of the way like some guys who get title shots. Um, and so you think that Yoel uh, deserves the shot at Bisping? Is is that how you think it should go, or do you think maybe uh, Rockhold should be given the shot? Uh, well, you know, I feel like Jacare deserves it, but uh, at this moment, Yo Romero deserves it more because he's uh he won from Jacare. He's on an eight winning streak, so and he beat just a former champ. So I think he deserves to fight for the belt. And after that, it's Jacare. I think, uh, and then if I win this one, I, I will. Uh, I want to uh, maybe fight Luke Rockhold, and uh, hopefully, I will be next. But at this moment, it's, I, I feel like uh, Yo Romero deserves this shot. I'd like to see him versus uh, Luke Rockhold. Uh, yeah. Okay, God versus that would be a freaking fight right there. That'd no? be a great fight. But he's got his hands full. This is going to be a good fight. And that's this weekend, right? Yes, it is. This uh, freaking weekend who, that you're fighting. Uriah Hall. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm fighting Uriah Hall. The rematch set that one straight. And then uh, I hear uh, Luke Rockhold is going to come back February. But maybe UFC is going to make the Jacare versus Luke Rockhold fight next to see who's the next guy. So. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm just uh, keeping me myself busy. Uh, yes, you are, and that's going to be that's going to be on. This going to be the main event on the UFC Fight Pass, and the card begins at 4 p.m. Eastern time. For anybody wondering, and, and I, Gegard, I also want to ask you too because you, you've had some strong words about Connor, and we get a little sick of talking about Connor just because everyone does. But you have said that uh, he didn't deserve that lightweight title shot. H- how do you feel after seeing his performance against Eddie, or was it nothing about the performance that caused you to say that? Well, you have to give it to the guy. You know, uh, it's a sport. Uh, you know, he deserved. He, he, he eventually he deserved it because he won. So you have to give him this respect. But uh, if you ask me who, who was the real contender, I would say uh, Khabib or uh, Ferguson deserved it more. You know, but I think you know everyone knows it's entertainment. You know, it's uh, he, you know sometimes you get shots that other fighters don't get. Those so, you know, I could fight tomorrow for a title and I could win it. But let's say I fight another fight, I lose, I never get to fight for the title. You know, sometimes yeah. you get you get opportunities that other fighters don't get, and uh, you know it it helps that that, that he's Irish, he, he speaks well, he's entertaining. 
you know, you can't take any, anything away from the guy. But uh, I, I like I'm a, I like uh, Khabib, so I hopefully he fights him next. And can and can you also talk about? You said something about it through uh, private messages. He had threatened you with a knife. Can you clear that up? Like what you were talking about there? Well, I think he didn't. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, I think he didn't. He was mentioning weight, and he said the knife can cut ear to ear. So probably he was saying I'm lighter, but I can still beat you. So probably he was mentioning <laughs> that. But uh, you know, I don't do my Twitter, so my management uh, sent it to me. I, I didn't. I just read it, and I thought the guy's saying uh, talking shit. So. <laughs> I got nothing against the guy. I, I, I enjoy watching him in spite he's entertaining. But, you know, uh, sometimes he's overdo it. He just, uh, he's a little bit too cocky sometimes. So that's all, you know. Nothing against the guy. He's, he's, he's fun to watch. Well, how did you guys get into it at all? I mean, you, you know, you're, you're fighting a middleweight. He's fighting, you know, welter, lightweight, and featherweight. I mean, what, what caused well, you guys? I, to- I didn't challenge him. You know, you know, some guys were, uh, some reporter asked me about some respect stuff. And I said, uh, well, you know, People like expensive stuff on Instagram. It's not about, uh, you know, it's promotional stuff. You see Mayweather, you see Connor. It's all about, you know, what I said, it was a lot about, about money and uh, disrespecting other opponents. You know, I said, I said something like that, so he didn't like that. So after that, he uh, messaged me. And you, um, you had an interesting thing, too. One of the oddest moments of this uh, card, the 205, was the uh, majority draw between Tyron Woodley and Stephen Thompson. And I had not seen that before. Maybe it's just me not having seen it before. But then I realized that you had one against Jardine. Um, oh, I think it was an up kick where they deducted a point. Um, it's a very uncommon way for a fight to end, it seems. Well, you know, I, I, you know with me, with the G- G- Jardine, I dominated him from the first round to the uh, third round. You know, I was going forward. He got me down. I was getting up and I was beating him up. Uh, but... Uh, I understand once you get a point deducted or you get a knockdown, it scores a uh, 50 to 48 rounds. So, of course, then then you can have a draw. So, probably Woodley knocking him down, that made it a draw. You know, I, it's all about how the judges see the fight. You, you can be aggressive, but uh, get a knockdown or let's say, and then they, uh, they scored 48, 50. You know, it depends on the judges, the, where they look at. And you also had a fight, uh, and, and the reason I mentioned that is you had a fight against, uh, a really great fight against uh, Leona Machida, and it was, your, I think, your second fight in the UFC, where there was a moment, too, where you up-kicked when you were down. He had a knee down. And is that something that just in the moment it's kind of hard for you uh, to just kind of see what was happening? Because it's something that can well, really cost you. Well, I'm in the fight. The guy is uh, putting his knee on the ground so he can punch me in the face. <laughs> and then I'm in, I'm, into, I'm in the fight. If the guy is trying to punch me in my face. I'm just kicking him in the face. You know, that <laughs> uptick is a very useful weapon. I can, uh, you know, with wrestlers, you can do that. It's funny, you know, you can uh, high kick somebody. You can knock them out in a coma. But, uh, oh, no, don't upkick them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like... It's not even, yeah, it's it's more favorite for a wrestler, you know. Uh, and some people use the, that uh, optic rule, they put a knee on the ground and then, yeah. uh, I, I was in the fight, I was in the fight, sure. it, uh, it just happened. I, I didn't do it really deliberately. And not to mention, Jimmy, in the old school, like in Pride in Japan, it's totally legal. Sure, knees to the yeah, head, all that stuff, yeah. And uh, it, it is, you know, it's a, it is a way to defend yourself. I mean, there's a guy looking to do damage on you, standing over you, and 
I, it is kind of silly when you think about well, it. Well, I'm sure it's just an instinct. Like you said, you're in a fight and a guy's trying to hit you. I'm just wondering, have you made an effort? Because that, that, that comes up from time to time, and it's just something to be aware of so it doesn't cost you the, a, a decision. Well, you know, I, I've been working on my wrestling, so I don't have to be on my back yeah. anymore. So. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> Hopefully, we don't, uh, we don't end up in that position. <laughs> well, you're fighting uh, a guy I like a lot. Uh, you know, you're the number five middleweight, and he's the number 10 uh, uh, middleweight, uh, Uriah Hall, and you're fighting on UFC Fight Pass. And the main card begins at 4 o'clock Eastern Time. That's this coming Saturday, November the 19th, in Belfast, Northern Ireland. So uh, good luck, man. Uh, you're a great fighter. And that first fight was so interesting. I'm really looking forward to this uh, rematch. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Yeah, gay guard, man. We'll be watching, Thank man. You, Sarah. I always enjoy watching you, bro. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. All right. Take care, man. Have a good day. You okay. too, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, I, I do. I do like watching his fights. Oh, he's man, saying, he's very good. He doesn't very change relaxed. his expression. He That's literally, what I'm saying. He just relaxed. But I'll tell you that Machida fight, he, I don't know how anybody fights that fucking guy. He's just impossible. Who's that? Leon Machida. The, the idea of him waving his hands, it, like, it looks like the most enraging fucking situation and I, and I, to deal with. In and the I ring. love Machida, but did you see Weidman's fight with him? I did not. Oh, oh, you should. You really should. That's Weidman at, at his... I'm going to say at his best, putting it together. Wyman, Wyman beat him up, beat him standing. Watch that fight, please, on Fight Pass. And, and then text me later. I will. <laughs> I'll text you. Here's how you know. You'll know I watched it if I send a cockpick. All right, but don't watch it. Then. No, no, I send cockpicks. Well, that's that's, that's a confirmation for me. That's well, your send, code. It, yeah. send it to Chris. You'll know I didn't. Chris is going to text me later saying he watched it. <laughs> That's some fucking... No, Chris will get greedy. Cox. Chris if will I... get greedy. Tell him to watch it again. You know, because he wants a second shot. <laughs> Yummy. Um, but I got to be honest. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, we all have our own unique tastes. I myself love Doug Stanhope. I love harsh <laughs> comedy, for Christ's sake. I love the British <laughs> office. With CISO, it's your comedy. Get your comedy the way you want it. It's spelled S-E-E-S-O. And it's the new ad-free streaming service that brings you hilarious original series, Ooh. hand-picked classics, week, uh, weeks of stand-up specials, and more. It's bingeable comedy anytime, anywhere. And I believe Big Jay Okerson's show, is that it, on CISO? Because I taped for that. It's a crowd work show. I think it's called, um, what the fuck's up with you? I don't remember what it's called, but Big J does a great crowd work show, and I believe it's on CISO. Ooh. And um, they gave us complete freedom, say whatever the fuck you want, and Stanhope, the great Doug Stanhope, has a special on, on CISO. So uh, it's S-E-E-S-O. The service is really taking off. Comedians are starting to go there to put out really original, unfiltered content. You know, because you want a place that's going to let you be you. They have every episode of Saturday Night Live ever, including new episodes the day after they air. They got Fallon, Seth Meyers, classics like 30 Rock, Parks and Rec, British comedies like The Original Office with Gervais, and the entire Monty Python catalog. Ooh. Which is, it's amazing. It's uh, a flesh wound. Look, discover the Sorry. next big names in comedy. You can watch icons before they made it big, uh, like Louis C.K. Hannibal, who I also saw at UFC this oh, weekend. Oh, you introduced me to him. Chelsea Peretti, a, a good friend of mine who's, who's an absolute comic genius. Uh, Amy Schumer, Bo Burnham, so many more. CISO is ad-free. It's $3.99 a month. Four bucks a month and you get all this with no ads. That's less than you paid for the latte or the artisan cold brewed coffee that you're holding right now, mm, annoying everyone with. You can stream it anytime, anywhere, and virtually any device. Right now, our listeners can try CISO, S-E-E-S-O, free for two months when you use promo code UFC at checkout. Ooh. Get access to shows you cannot get anywhere else, like the critically acclaimed original series like Take My Wife and Harmon Quest to all 40-plus years of SNL. 
CISO is the only place that offers every episode ever made and the new episodes the day after they air. And this is going to be an interesting time with Trump as the president. SNL is going to be doing great stuff. Uh, I imagine they'll be mocking him. And I hear Chappelle. I saw part of his monologue. It was brilliant, as Dave always is. So don't be an ass. Go get an account. Oh, did you need this, Chris? Here, print a new one. <laughs> this is UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. You know what I wanted to ask you, now, are, are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Posting your job in one place is not enough in this day and age if you want great candidates. Trump's. Now, if you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top sites. And now you can, ZipRecruiter.com. You can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Twitter and Facebook, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city, any industry, nationwide. Post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. It cuts out so much of the annoying part of the process. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. By going to ZipRecruiter.com slash unfiltered. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash unfiltered. One more time to uh, try it for free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash unfiltered. Well, listen, I love talking to Gay Guard. That was fun. He was great. That was fun. Really good fighter, man. And I, I like Uriah Hall. I, I, I kind of want to see Uriah just because I like him. Sometimes, you know, when you pick fighters, how do you pick a fighter? I know you say you take it personally when they pick against you. Like I Thompson and, and Woodley. I like both of them. I've yeah. interviewed them both, but I've spent more time with Steven because yeah. he's also coming here. We went and did that thing Buddy with him. Yeah. So I rooted for Steven just because I've talked to him more. But I like Tyron very much, so I wasn't disappointed that, by the draw. It's hard to root against nah, two guys you like. That's a win. First of all, it's a win-win, that fight. And I'm glad they're doing it again because I believe it got fight of the night. And incredible. so. And, you know, styles make fights. You got the powerful, athletic, Woodley and then you got like the the the, the karate master with with uh yeah <laughs> it's just, it's a video game man it's so it's a great it's a great fight great you know stylistically it, it's it's such a fun fight and uh, I think the rematch is going to be that much better. I'm glad they're fighting again. I really I am have happy to about that. It's well, so. I just want to say it's not 100 percent official that that's happening, but Dana said it in the post fight, and that seems like what they're going to do. Who else could they? Well, who else well, do no, people want to see? Well, in fairness, uh, I know Damian Maya is is waiting in the wings, and that guy. I, that guy, can't, I, I want this. Is what I this is personally, this is what I would love to see them fight again, and then the winner fights Damian Maya. Agreed, because Damian Maya deserves it, and Damian Maya has the possibility of being a a, a problem for either guy. Because I mean, you know, he, he's just the fucking Damian Maya. You know, his jujitsu is on that level, so that would be it, it, if just to look at that for a second. If you put like Woodley versus Damian Maya, that would be very interesting. Where could he could 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 Maya get past that onslaught and get a hold of that explosive wrestler Woodley? Sure. And how would he because you know how he wants to beat him, so that would be very interesting. Uh, and that would be that would be a, stylistically that would be very exciting. And then also that or else you would have him fighting uh you know Damian Maya fighting Wonder Boy Thompson and then it's him trying to get close to him and, and Wonder Boy keeping away with the karate and if he could get him down. And so it's just Either either way, I'd like to see any one of those three. Well, part of it is, you know, like how can they sell the fight? Now, do they do this? Do they have them each fight somebody else, 
Assume, but now, but then one of them might not be no, champion. No, I, I say they. I personally, that's the fight I want to see. And 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 you know, no disrespect to Damian Maya, yeah. but I just after this fight, you have to see part two. Yeah, you have that's to. probably gonna happen. It's yeah. little. I mean, kind of controversial as far as the whole thing where they went back and they had to read it again, and it was a draw, and it's a draw, it's a tie. It's a. There's a big to difference. See what's up. Even <laughs> if it wasn't a draw, you yeah. got to do that one again. But the fact that, that it was a draw, Man. I think I'm sure that seven. Listen, I'm sure they both can want to do it again. Do you think Apollo was happy with the first fucking Rocky? Huh? Um. You know, he said <laughs> the man wouldn't quit. Kids are yelling at my kids in school. Yeah, then, but what about good. what about his trainers? What about his trainer? He's all wrong for us, baby. Yeah, he's all wrong. Need <laughs> he's it. all wrong for us, baby. That you hit that man. I seen you hit that man harder than any man I've got hit, and he the man kept coming. That was yeah. that was some powerful stuff. Rocky one and Rocky two. I swear my nipples get hard every. Absolutely. When, when Adrian comes out of the coma and she's like, "I want you to do one thing." You know what I'm going to say? Eat my and he pussy. gets a little closer. <laughs> <laughs> but honey, you were in a coma. It smells like cheese. I don't monster. But anyway, I haven't come since the first fight. <laughs> you haven't showered. Uh, <laughs> since Rocky Jr. came out of your yeah. snatch. Anyway. <laughs> Rocky Jr. who came out with a fucking head of hair like Governor Gary Johnson. Holy right. shit. You see the hair on that kid? Oh my God. Holy it looked like he was 41. Shit. It looked like, if that was blonde, it would look like the fucking headdress that Khabib wears. Yeah. <laughs> little kid was wearing that. Little baby, hairy fucking little kid. But uh, yeah, Rocky too was, well, she said win is what I was going to say. I know. Okay, good. How bad did you feel, by the way? Talk to me. For uh, for Cowboy, because Gaslam didn't make the weight. So that was a middleweight fight. I saw a welterweight fight that would have put one of those guys even closer to a possible... Because don't forget Robbie Lawler, too. I mean, Robbie yeah. Lawler can't be... You know, he's the ex-champion, even though it wasn't a great fight between him and Tyron. Yeah. He's still got to be, you know, still one of these... But, on the hold on. When you said that about Cowboy, let me look at my notes. I got a nice note here about him. Wait, fuck it. <laughs> Oh, la la da. Where the fuck? Oh my is God! This is the other stuff. Wait, hold on. Talk. Where can you tell? I want this. <laughs> the fuck? Wait, did you, you just oh. get surprised that there was more? From, I told you. Watch guys this. I know you did. Look at Chris. Yeah, look at Chris, the producer, growing nuts. He's gonna start. He knows that people love him on Twitter, and he's gonna start barking back, Jimmy. He doesn't need this shit because he does need this shit. He's a bully. He, he bullies a, the talent. Don't be a bully. I don't now. like it. He's got. You know. You don't know who a guy is till he has power. <laughs> you know, I think he's That's getting right. some power. He's fucking. I'm sorry, Kristen Producer. But listen, hey, you know what's exciting? You know what's almost worth Kel Kelvin missing weight? That's fucked up. He shouldn't have did that. Not only shouldn't he have done that, Dana White says about Kelvin uh, Gastelum. Guess I fucking bet Gastelum. That's what I said. I said that shit. Why do I? Why do I always second guess myself? Because you don't know, have self doubt. I'm an ass, and you're humble. And uh, I am. I try to be. Uh, he said he will never let him fight at 170 again. He goes, I think he missed this one by 10 pounds. So, yeah. you know, Kelvin, congrats on your um, new career as middleweight. <laughs> I think you're going to yeah. do fine. Hey, listen, that guy's a tough guy. He could do fine. But uh, I just felt very bad for Cowboy. I but, felt bad for Cowboy. But I, you know why I'm happy about this? Because even though that fight looked awesome on paper, you know what fight looks even more awesome on paper? No. Cow I, over here, this is what I'm reading. Cowboy Cerrone is going to be fighting... At UFC 206. Wait, oh wait. Has been set for No, it's Rashad Evans, Tim Kennedy are fighting. No, no, no. Cowboy yeah, Cowboy versus Matt Brown. Is that gonna happen or no? Yeah, that's official. Oh, you scared the fuck out of me. No, I thought I read that he was gonna fight no, him and no, then no. it got cancelled. I just <laughs> you just almost saw your friend shit himself on fuck. I thought I was fucking up. No, he's gonna fight. Cowboy is gonna fight Matt Brown. 
at UFC 206. Yep. Oh, don't make me second guess myself like that. Look, I'm sweating now. And is that the card? That's a great fucking that's fight. That's an amazing card, too. Is what? That, that's Ronda fighting Amanda Nunes? No, no? that's uh, Cormier versus Johnson. Jesus Christ, I'm losing track. And what is, what is Ronda's, 207? <laughs> 207, yeah. Oh, this, is this December 10th? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. it's right around the block. And it, dude, that's a fucking, that's great. Who do you that pick? Is, Cormier Johnson. I mean, fuck. No, what? I'm talking about. No, Cal- no, I'm just oh, saying. I'm sorry. I just, I'm Cowboy excited. Cowboy versus Matt Brown. What do you think about that? Um, I That's going to be a fucking dog fight. Let me say it would be advantageous for Donald to keep the fight standing. I don't know. I mean, Matt, Brown, I feel. Brown, Matt Brown's a nasty motherfucker. Yes, standing. he is. I just think it'd be a little bit better for Cowboy to keep the fight standing. That's well, just my take. This is going to be a nasty fight, man. That's gonna be that. That's gonna be that's gonna be a, that has uh, fight of night written all over it. Yeah, after what seeing Matt Brown did to uh, to Stephen Thompson on the ground. Yeah, I just don't want to see anybody put in that horrible position. Well, he's got he's got those elbows, man, and he's a nasty. He's got that nasty. Uh, he's got a great attitude for fighting. You know, like like a junkyard right. dog. You know, let off his leash. <laughs> all right, listen, really quick. I, not really quick, but Misha Tate. Misha Tate and uh, her yep. fight versus uh, Raquel Pennington was... Um, How strong was Raquel Pennington? She looked really strong. Jesus Christ, she Not was picking she, her up and carrying yeah, her around. Yeah, but she was. She looked good that fight. She was yeah. putting it together nice. And then, uh, and then you know, Misha said... First of all, when I seen Misha before the fight, I seen her a couple of times. And Chris, the producer, she did tell me that I should smack you again. She has a good sense of did humor. Did she actually bring it up? I swear to God, oh, I seen God. her. Well, I seen her. I yeah. seen her. Well, he, Matt, he and didn't I, bring it up. And I brought it up, though. I did. Oh. I, I go, hey, listen. I go, hey, once again, Misha, I'm something, my producer. <laughs> and, you know, she's she gets it, though. She's smiling. She's saying, yeah, yeah, you should have smacked them. Or something like that. So she's a good sport, you know, which, which I like. And, uh, you know, hey. I, I enjoyed watching her fights, man. She had some great fights. Her versus uh, Katzengano was a battle, and her fights with Ronda, and, and you know. And she I, took I'm, the belt from Holly. And she, oh, what about her fight? Yeah, what about her? Listen, she got the highest honors you can get. She became the champion. And and, and uh, she was, uh, and before that, she was the Strike Force champion. She was, she, I'm going to miss. I'm going to miss. Career. Yeah, I'm going to miss watching, that, watching her fight. She fought always well, and she fought on, on a lot of big cards. You know? And look, I, I, her, she said at the end, it's not my time anymore. It's the future's time, pointing at Raquel Pennington. That's so, nice. Really That's nice, nice of her to say that. And uh, I thought she, Misha was going to get her fucking neck broken because she was climbing the fence. Yeah. I'm like, stop it. But didn't you just What are you say, doing? You know what's funny about that? You were saying about Diego Sanchez. Did you ever see that before? Well, we just seen it. Yeah, I thought of that too. A, Even looked, though I asked uh, Ricardo Lamas, who, by the way, nice guy. I saw him. He goes, hey, Jim. Like, uh, make me feel oh, terrible. Oh, by the way, at that bar I went to, uh, I, I ran into Ricardo Lamas because I got there late. Let me tell you, we might have to have that guy have a couple drinks before he gets on here again. That guy's got a great Bobby De Niro. He does it, and he's got the face for it too. Yeah, with he the, does a good Bobby driver. He does a good Bobby De Niro. You got to see him do. Bob, like I know the fucking guy, Bobby. De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> what am I an asshole? Well, I, 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 I don't I, fucking know the guy. Did you ever call him Bobby? But you only call him Bobby. All right, not I don't, Bobby. Why, well, you, you know him. 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 I don't fuck Robert De Niro. You don't call him Robert. You call him Bobby. I gotta call him Robert. Or I know. just go, hey, 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 get over here. That's how I <laughs> that talk to him, and he responds. But he does a great, a great De Niro. You got to see it. He was doing it. And I go, dude, you got to do that on the next show. What the fuck? All right. All right. He was doing Taxi Driver? I forgot what he was. I think he was going a little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit. I do, eh, I do a good you, you De Niro. disrespected him a little bit. I do, yeah, that's I do. good, fellas. I do a, he might have did that. I do a great De Niro. Do you? Let me see. Yeah. Hey, Joey. <laughs> good, huh, guys? Very good. Uh, Pretty that's, good. That's, Are you talking at me? 
Fucking, do you think it was him? He, he does these impersonations. The, the sound effects of the fucking boo. <laughs> no, he's fucking great. No, he loves it. Jimmy's fucking. I love a good boo. Jimmy. <laughs> and now, what do you think, too? This is kind of, and again, enough, I know the kind of talk, but he, uh, at the press conference, he was like, I went with a piece of the pie. He wants a piece of ownership. But again, they have all these celebrity owners in the company now. I kind of don't blame a guy who's making so much money for the company going, look, you're letting these guys buy in. Connor's. Yeah, hey, listen, the, I don't know. That guy, give the guy what he wants, man. The guy's fucking, the guy's entertaining. Then again, let me the ask you. The guy's entertaining. Whether you want to watch him, you want to see, oh, I want to see him lose. I want to see him win. People want to watch him fight. And he shows up to these fights and he delivers. But if so, he goes to Bellator or wherever else is available, does he have the same? I mean, you haven't heard as much about Benson Henderson or, nah. uh, you know, Rory McDonald. Listen, like, what, if Connor leaves the UFC, he needs them too. Well, I think, isn't he under contract? <laughs> no, his contract might be up. I don't, is it? No. Well, I think he's trying to renegotiate possibly now, or I, he might be at the end of it. I'm not exactly sure. Listen, I think the guy's sticking around, but what do I know? I think the guy is a kid uh, coming. He died. Congratulations yeah, on that. Good for him in March. Congrats on the win, and also congrats on your kid. That 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 that'll that'll change you for the better. It has to. Dude, yeah, he was so good person. in that fight. You can't. I loved it. He was so I, good. I thought it was phenomenal. I'll tell you, I met. When I was walking, I told you earlier that I ran into one of his guys when I was walking over because yes. I parked over. What a nice guy. He was in his corner. That's um, <laughs> This is some crazy Irish guy. No, he wasn't. He actually filmed. Uh, I wish I got his fucking name, man, and I don't want to be disrespectful. I'll give you his name. But uh, it's, I think it's the guy who was holding the pants for the Muay Thai. It, was, it wasn't kind of Kavanaugh. Oh. It, it was, was one of his uh, other guys. I don't know if you can look it up. we oh, got a picture for me. Superfoot Wallace. No, stop it. Okay. That's a <laughs> but anyway, so I'm talking to these guys, and these two kids come over to us, and they're selling Oreos for fucking, you know, like, oh, listen, there's a youth program. And so now, so fucking, the guy was in the, the, the corner guy filmed me bargaining with the fucking kids to buy Oreos. And I saw him filming. Like, Are you filming this? He goes, oh, yeah, absolutely. And fuck this bad Irish accent. But what a nice guy. Guy's a nice guy. He took a picture with me and stuff. And he was just a super nice guy. And I was giving a lot of respect to uh, to Connor. But he was filming me uh, negotiating um, the, the sale of a <laughs> of how much I'm paying for these Oreos. Because I didn't have a change of a $10 bill. So I go, I gave the kid $5 for a little fucking pack. I go, that's like almost over a dollar a fucking Oreo. Matt, is it Owen Roddy? Is that you have one? a picture of him? Uh, yeah, let, me let me see. see. And I'll tell you right now who I was hanging out with. Oh, we got to talk about the weigh-ins, too. Oh, we're talking about that in a second. Let me and see. Joanna, too. Show me, show me sure. a picture. Let me show, show me a picture. She's it's wonderful. Not, let me see if that's the guy. The guy in the red there? Yeah, that's him. I was talking to him. What's his name? Owen Roddy. Say it again. Owen Roddy. Owen Roddy. First of all, nice meeting you. What a nice guy. Humble guy. Because he was there with um a, a, some other Irish guy wanted to get a picture and nice guys, you know, and uh, and he goes, yeah. I'm like, oh man, and I noticed their accent. I go, hey man, Connor was something else. He goes, yeah, he was in his corner, and I'm like, oh, that's why I apologize. And that was him, Owen, Roddy, Owen, Roddy. All right, it's fun just think that you owe Roddy some money, Owen Roddy. How much? Oh, what a nice guy. So I met Owen Roddy, and some way I'm gonna tell him to put on Instagram or something the transaction with me and those kids because it was kind of funny. There was a little bit over there with some, you know, haggling back and forth. Oh, yeah, the guys made out. Five dollars for some Oreos, but anyway, what a nice guy! And congrats to him, and congrats to Connor, and congrats to Dana White and the whole UFC. What a Amazing. freaking uh, what a good car! And congrats to Jim and Matt for Dana me. taking good care of us. What Thank about, you. Is, what about in the back with the green room? Why is there? Why am I the only one attacking the pasta? In the, I ate all wrong? the. I ate all the fucking. If anyone in the White family wanted fruit and it was gone, mm. I ate it. 
I fucking wolfed all no. of Dana's fruit. I really that's am. The, why, I'm the that's worst. That's why when they invite me in there, I go, I don't think I belong in there. You guys are all. But now you know, Dana's. He, it's like well, it's Dana's not, my buddy. He so doesn't think weird. it's weird if we walk in. Like we saw him at the weigh-ins the night before. We waited outside his room because I didn't know if Madonna was in there or whoever was. I didn't want to yeah. fuck around. I, so then he goes, "What are you guys fucking shy all of a sudden?" I'm like, oh, all right. He said that to you because I was already. <laughs> oh yeah. <come> on. <laughs> he goes only because listen. I don't want to, well, you know, I know Brian, one of his, his security guy, great guy. And, uh, you know, I don't want to, I'm the guy where, I don't know if he's conducting business. In yeah, the absolutely. I'm more of that guy. Like, like you said, Madonna, I don't want to, I'm not the guy I start walking around like I own the place. I don't want to fuck up his space. You know, I'm not going to be like, I'm friends with him. Dana's my friend. You know, yeah, he's also there working. It's not just vacation. Yeah, it's true. But he is, but he is a friend. And, and he, does, and he does take care of us. I don't want the boss to fire He's my boss. No, yeah. I'm not. I like Dana him a lot. Dana's fucking. Dana's fucking good. I, I I like Dana a lot. We and, uh, and, uh, Rhonda and, came out at the, at the end of the press was, conference, oh, that was which was great. really. Uh, she looked great, man. She looked. And like you she got was a, and you got a picture with Travis. Yeah, I've already. I, it's funny. I should have said hello to Rhonda. I never. This is a problem I have. I'm very socially. Like I told you, I walked up to you and I said hi because I'm like. I'm like I never. But well, we do the to show people. together though. No, 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 I don't, no, 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 no. I mean, in Vegas, I'm, I'm so awkward. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm socially a fucking weirdo. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, just be a person. You, you, you know, what's you belong here. Say hi to these people. I've interviewed Rhonda twice. She likes me. I know she does. I should have just said hello to her, but I'm like, oh, she won't, she won't want to say yeah. hi. I'm such an asshole. Yeah, I like Rhonda a lot too, and I feel like I went up to her once because, uh, well, no, I did, a, I did like a signing with her one time for Zions back in the day, and she's always been nice, always super pleasant. I, this is what I feel. I feel that that certain people are at such a level where people want to get close to them. And I want to show my respect to people, but I never want to be that guy that's trying to be like, hi. You know what I mean? Like, Saying I want hi to someone you know, though, is not a weird thing. Someone you've interviewed yeah. or talked to is not a bizarre thing. No, no, hey, no, no, 100%. And I've been doing that. Like, I ran into Ecuador over there, and now it's funny. You feel like you know them, though. You do know. You bullshit with them sure. for a while. You... It's always good to see them, man. Hey, look, I helped her sell her book and I helped her sell fire. I was happy to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I figured, like, yeah. we, we interviewed her. It was great. We really promoted what she was. She was very nice. But as far as the I'm just a, I'm thing, just a weird guy. No, I, this is what I think. I think the majority of people, and this is why I think they relate to me and you, which, oh, by the way, before I forget, I ran into a ton of guys that, that, that said nothing but good things about this podcast. Absolutely. I had some people that, that came up to me and they, they took some pics, some guys from Florida, and they were very, and, and all of, from, from, from England, from, from Ireland. I, I mean, I got nothing but love. Man. Yeah, me too. Nothing buddy. but love, Jimmy. No? So great. No. It's a different thing. <laughs> It's great. You say no? No, I'm saying no. It's, no. it's like you say nothing but love. No, I'm like, no, it's, it's been true. really awesome. It's amazing, man. And it's a different thing. Like they, I had some guys like, man, I, I feel like I know you and I love the, and it, I'm getting it all from the podcast. And, you know, sometimes they'll bring up the past fight, sure. but a lot of it's from the podcast. I mean, it, it's good stuff, man. These guys from Florida were just like, oh man. And they're bringing up about the, the movie Minute. They like that. It's funny when they bring up certain things. I'm like, man. I'm glad you like that stuff, man. And then, and that social awkwardness that you're talking about, I think people realize that me and you are two weirdos. And, they, and the fact that we talk about that, I think everybody feels that shit. Yeah. Chris, the producer, is feeling it right now. We you know the guy for how many months now. He should exactly. be comfortable. We don't like his gay guard, Musasi beard. fucking comfortable. Shave that thing. We'll shave, shave it, it for you. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, leave Chris alone. By the but, way, Travis Brown is a big fucking man. We all knew that, but there's yeah. a picture of me. It literally looks like I'm his son. And everybody always gives uh, Edmund uh, shit. Rhonda's her striking coach. coach. Yeah, I get along with the guy well, <laughs> quite well. Everybody's always yelling at oh, this guy's this and that. The Why? guy's, said the, guy's a, the guy's a fucking sweetheart to me. I don't know. I mean, the guy's always a good. I mean, I don't. I don't never hung out with the guy before, but I mean, well, actually, that's not true. I, we, 
had a, a, a thing when we were in Maine. I uh, hung out with him at a, there was a party uh, Dana was doing for somebody and I hung out with him a little bit there. But yeah, that very, always such a pleasant guy. You know, I think that guy gets some unwarranted shit. I'm going to show Chris the picture you took. This fucking gigantic. What did I do? Now you you took a lovely photo oh, of, gigantic. of me and, tra- and tra- look at the size of Travis Brown. Oh, let me see. Oh, it's ridiculous. I'm a twerp. Why don't you tweet that? I will. Just because I took the picture up to his shoulder, and I was about to make fun of that, but I'm probably up to his, his pee-pee. Dude, I'm a twerp, but Travis is a massive... His hand is bigger than my torso. Like he's just a, He could palm my fucking ugly face and mush my head into I a wall. I think that he should be, if they do another 300 movie, he should throw that motherfucker. Was the guy in the bar this big? I don't. I didn't see the guy. I know the guy who's up close to seven feet, though. He was supposed to be really tall because the guy was sitting down when he's being a wise ass in the beginning, <clears throat> and then he's like, then when they when Drago somebody said something to him, did he stand up to fight or to leave? No, he stood up when he he stood up like oh like oh, almost like I'm sorry, you know, almost like I think he said something like uh, he was he was fucked up though. They said he was drunk, but then like he like went to like almost like he was like like apologizing for being like a little. Uh, touchy feely with uh Lanco's sure. wife and then he got up and then he immediately just went to grab Drago's girl. Did he know it was his girl or no? He that man, she was right next to him from what I heard. And that was the last thing that he did. <laughs> you don't do that. No. You don't do that at all. If I was that tall I'd do that. Oh man. I don't do that because uh, I'm short. Dude. I can't so that's what I'm saying, dude. I'm short too. I'm short too. I'm you so wouldn't high. be afraid of a guy that tall? Why? You ever hear with the same size on the floor? You probably say that to the big bitches you fuck. I do. We're all the same size on the floor. Madam, we're the same size on the floor. Let I me lay on my back with my legs up. Oh, I, fucking, wrong lady. <laughs> shit. <laughs> fucking, <yeah>. But anyway, <laughs> fucking Jimmy's a sick fuck. He's so funny. But, uh, but a big guy like fighting, that. No, nah, dude, literally, dude, like, man, you get them to the floor. It's just longer limbs to fucking take off. Really? Oh, fuck yeah. Jiu-Jitsu is a beautiful thing beautiful thing i'm not gonna go there and fucking meet up with them jr sullivan type and fucking mm, let's do fist the cuffs i'd fucking get a hold of that guy take him down but even in a small and, cramped space like a bar it's even better man i closer i am to the guy less less damage he's doing to me what i'm doing to him he and can't could choke him he needs more space you know what i mean if something ever broke out in the studio I'll, I'll fight anybody i'll fucking smush him and i'll fuck against the wall and take him down and take a limb or they get on top i'll take an umaplata yeah. You know what Uma Plata is? Yes. I'm going to show you. All right, Chip. Jimmy, what else? Who else? Let's, let's just really quick. The fights. The fights. The fights. Did we give everybody the respect they deserve? There was so I think many we absolutely did. Jim Miller was great. Frankie was great. Jeremy Stevens. Um, yeah, for, you know, what about he, Frankie he, Edgar, he, though, man? He was, he was, Frankie was great. I was really worried about him, too, because Jeremy Stevens yeah. is a strong guy and he's a hard puncher. Man, I mean, Frankie, you look at Frankie and he's fighting these guys, and most of the times he's the smaller guy, Frankie. Usually, nine out of ten times, he's the smaller guy. And you see him like with Jeremy Stevens, who's got a good takedown defense. And you see Frankie just lifting him up and just, oh, man, it's not working. He's not getting him up. And then, no, no, he's persistent. Oh, he's got yeah. him up. He's making him fly. I mean, he just, he just he gives 100%. When Frankie Edgar fights, he gives 100%, man. Yeah, very I was dangerous. happy to be in the locker room with him and his crew, his buddy Chris Liguori and, uh, and, uh, um, and uh, of course, uh, the great... Um, uh, oh my God! Why is this? Mark Henry? Yes, Mark Henry. You guys share a locker Holy room. Holy fuck! And I, I love that guy. I mean, we, Everyone doesn't get their own locker. No, room? no, we were in, no, no. We shared a locker room. Do you think Connor had to share one too? I hope so. Oh, probably did. not. <laughs> yeah, not, I, mean, I shouldn't say everybody shares one. No, nah, but you know what? With the main event, they come a little bit later anyway. So, 
You know what I mean? Guys show up as as the fights are going on. You know, and we get like a later call time than the prelims and whatnot. What time is your call time? Uh, we had to leave to go down there for like almost seven o'clock, and he fought at ten thirty. You know what I mean? So we get on the bus around like seven o'clock, and we get driven over there from the hotel. You know, even though it's a block, and it's a different bus than Connor's taking. <laughs> you guys don't go together. No, nah, no, nah, I think they keep that guy separate from everybody. You know what I mean? I really do. But listen, congrats to Connor. Congrats to every all the winners. You know who the real winners were. Ah, uh, hold on. You know who the Jimmy? Do you know Wait who the real minute. winners were? Not the fans. It no. was me and it was Matt yes. because Dana gave us fucking amazing seats. Yes, we were. We they get listen to me. I can't complain. And uh, that's why I'm I always grateful this. for it. I never take that shit for granted, man. Me I'm neither. I'm going to text them after this. But we thank them on here, so I don't think I got to text them. No, I'll text them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what am I, a prick? Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, I had a great time at the event with you after, of course, my heartbreak with, with Wyman. But uh, sure. God, we know we all know he'll be back. Of course he will. Of course he will. He's got uh, perseverance. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he looked great before it happened. It wasn't like he fought. Like Misha, you could tell, was having a hard time the whole fight. She, like, she couldn't get yeah. going. Chris didn't have that issue. It was just a different issue. And, and let's, uh, again, let's just wish her, um, you All know, happy retirement. No, I'm sure, sure she's going to move on to something else. But, hey, man, what a great career for Misha Tate, you know? Sure. We, we love watching Date her. a comedian now. If, if things don't work out. Date a comedian? Why not? I mean, again, I hope, you know, if things work out for her the, with her fellow, they do. But if they don't, why not? <laughs> Go with a frumpy guy. <laughs> On that note, you have any plugs? <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. I do. I'm going to be in got? Fort Lauderdale oh. this weekend at the Improv. So come on down. Okay, very nice. Um, I think this Friday night I'm going to be over at the uh, the Ring of Combat. It's done, I just said my my buddy Lou Neglia's uh, event. Uh, you know, it was, it was shown on uh, that episode of Dana White looking for a fight, and uh, it's a great event that he has. It's in Atlantic City. It'll be Atlantic City Friday night. So I will be down there. And I have three fighters fighting. Oh, know, good. And I'm very uh, excited about that. And I'll talk about more. I'll think about that more on Wednesday. Awesome, buddy. All right, buddy. Let's out of here. Let's get out of here. Let's go make love. What? Bye. This has been a digital media production. Find your voice. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.